welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, a gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes, and here today with me is my co-host and friend, Casey Cool. And back by popular demand, creator and executive producer of Meow Meow, Heroes of Pure Heart, and Emmy award-winning voice actor, Parker Simmons. Welcome. Yeah, thanks for the hold for applause. Dude, I'm so excited for you, man. Emmy award-winning. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, I did. I really didn't expect it. Full disclosure, I was... I was uh, you know, drinking my favorite beer, fully relaxed. I was in like a digital green room and I'm like, I just get to chill and talk to, you know, some other people in the industry and have a good time and then clap for the winner. And they called my name and I was instantly like, oh, what have I done? (laughs) I'm like, oh no, 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 no. I wasn't supposed to. I still have no idea how it happened, but I'm incredibly, incredibly uh, grateful. Like I'm, I wake up and I'm still like, oh yeah, that happened. That's Weird. a big deal. Yeah. And so, okay, first question, more important, what's your favorite beer in that you were drinking? I got another. Oh, that. yeah. And if you're listening to this and you're not of age, don't drink. It's horrible for you. But yeah. if you're an adult, uh, fun time. Uh, so <laughs> over years of meticulous research, let's call it. Uh, and, you know, especially in the, in the pan- pandemic, I don't really drink all that often. But when I do, uh, my beer of choice is uh, St. Bernardus. Uh, Abbott 12. It is fantastic. It is a Belgian quad. And my rule of thumb for most beer is uh, if it doesn't have a picture of a monk on it, don't mm. drink it. <laughs> you a need a picture rule. of the of the monk, like smiling, thumbs up, peace sign, whatever. Monks make the best beer. And it's because they've been doing it for hundreds of years and they are desperately lonely. And they gotta they gotta get the the drink that serves as food. <laughs> beverage and knockout drug all at once <laughs> coffee too they do pretty good coffee i'm sure but not a good cheese hmm. i've had monk cheese it is not worth your time stay far away from the monk cheese monk, monk beer, beer go for it saint bernardus yeah. shout out uh i i love that stuff but it's also like you have one pint and you're done Whereas, like you know, <laughs> if you're like i like miller light i'm like enjoy drinking 24 of those yeah and Yes. Getting full before you get drunk. Yeah. Yes, so. before you feel quite literally anything. But a St. Bernardus is uh, it's wonderful and it uh, tastes great. And I hope they give me any amount of money for this free commercial, which yes. they want. Hashtag <laughs> non that. That is my favorite. It also pairs. It also pairs really well with like just a delicious steak, which is the other reason I love it. Like you're... also pairs very well with Emmys. Yeah, currently, it's a... surprisingly yeah. I think that's going to be my. That's going to be my uh, rule of thumb from now on. If I uh, uh, end up remotely being nominated for another award, I'm like, all right, let me try to jinx myself <laughs> by getting real. I was like, oh, all I need to do is get real relaxed. Otherwise, I'm going to get nervous and anxious. And I'm like, there's nothing to be nervous about. Let me just take the edge off a little bit, enjoy my beverage, have a nice time. Parker Simmons. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no. No, yeah, I literally buried my head in my hands. I'm, it's, it's still like, it, you know, people are like, oh, that's adorable. I'm like, no, that's embarrassing. I'm like, I sh- I'm like you're supposed to act like you've been there. That was your, that's your first Emmy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is new ground. And possibly only. Hey, right, right. You never know. But I'm like, uh, again, I, I don't want to uh, mislead anyone. Like, I'm incredibly grateful and I'm blown away. Uh, and I'm just like, man, I, 
it's also it's there's like this fear of like oh man maybe maybe the bright future ahead maybe i peaked oh no but you know dr venture style you know what i mean yeah yeah i think that's a good thing though too because it's what keeps you sharp because the people Mm. that don't think about like am i peaking can i get better they become stagnant so you're looking for growth you have a growth mindset always yeah i always want to do something uh bigger and better and hey that's what rpgs are all about look at this segue growth Growth. approach planning that's what it's all about right this month we've been celebrating jrpg specifically we decided to do a theme month because i wanted to get shelby on the jrpg train and i i grew up like every summer when school got out end of june july july to me was like okay i'm gonna get a hot new jrpg and i've done that since i was 11 or 12 to this day and because i'm an educator you know school gets out I'm like all right what am i gonna play so we've been going through some jrpgs I know you are a master of them, um, and I think you started a new series, right, for you, the Shingami Tensei, Tensei well, right? Well, I, I, I wouldn't say it's new. I think I started with, uh, I mean, I'm definitely relatively new to the franchise, but I started playing when uh, 4 came out, okay. which I think was like, was that 2014, maybe? I think 15? that sounds right. Uh... That's So it's been a little bit, it's been a little while. Uh, no, you know what? I think I had played a little of Persona 3 before that, but I kind of got halfway through and was like, eh, school. And so I played 13. So I've been playing since 2013. It's about eight years. Yeah. I'd say that's, that's, that's uh, long enough to not necessarily be considered new. Uh, but I'm definitely not like I've played every single, it's like, no, no, no. I've played out for, for everyone uh, playing along at home. I have played four, uh, four apocalypse Persona 5. I played a little bit of uh, Devil Survivor. Uh, and then recently I beat uh, Nocturne and Strange Journey. So okay. that is my experience with SMT. Oh, and I've played the Fire Emblem crossover, which was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so unnecessary. Correct. But very, very good. Really? Like, actually, really, really good. And it's because the battle system and the dungeon design. Okay. Top notch. That's good top to notch. The actual story, nonsense. The characters, like one dimensional, weird, flat, archetypal, like out of time, just bizarre. It's like, I want to be a bikini model, but I'm too shy. And my character arc is, I'm not going to be shy about showing <laughs> off my body anymore. And I'm like, this is <laughs> weird. What? No. A lot of growth in that. Uh, yeah, well, there you go. Arc. But but it's very kind of um, it's we- weirdly dated, but. It's carried by the music and it's carried by the, the design and the gameplay largely. And that's the sort of thing that like I will always respect an RPG right. for respecting me and my time. There's so many RPGs that do the opposite where it's like, oh, the story is so good, but your game is heinous, dude. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play this. <laughs> like I'm tortured by this. When you say nonsense, would you put it as kingdom hearts three level nonsense no not at all no sorry i don't mean i don't mean like um sorry and i'm, I'm sounding negative i mean to say it's uh it's okay. fl- fluffy do you fluffy. know what i mean okay yeah, yeah. sorry not nonsense i i misspoke i mean to say it's it's like it's light it's light okay not deep it's just yeah, it's like, like a... i want to be a i want to be a dancer but i'm kind of crazy right. i want to be a, i want to be a, a model but i don't like showing off my body i'm the manager of the team what i actually have talent too it's just very like generic like uh flaw bond Clear. Like yeah. you think of D and D, like this is your flaw. How does your character address it? Right when you right, look right. at the design of the world and uh, 
it's like uh it'd be like watching a, a cartoon that has like you know children's designs but the themes are very mature in this case it's like this design sensibility is incredibly mature but you're coming at me with this like kid stuff yeah what's going on yeah. where's the like like hit me hit me with this stuff which is what i expect from from shin megami tensei most of the time for them to be like uh existentialism versus humanism versus nihilism and this game was just like bikinis <laughs> i'm like okay i, I guess which, so which one were you playing where you were doing the earnest impression because you did something on like one of your social media oh that was camp. uh <laughs> and i was dying i was dying because i loved Ernest goes to camp Ernest goes to jail as a kid oh my god know what i mean that was, uh, like i'm a uh, huge fan of that and that guy yeah. does look like jim barney for he sure. looked like jam barney that was uh <laughs> that was uh uh shin Megami tensei strange journey redo which was on the 3ds it was, you know what? I was in the middle of playing Nocturne and I got very, very uh, frustrated and bored because the game just was relentless in terms of like refusing to speed up or let me just do anything at my own pace or explore. It's like a lot of a lot of dungeons with um, uh, dead ends. Do you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, yeah. explore. Ha ha, dead end. Ha ha. Not Instead like a of, treasure at the end. You know, end. like Final Fantasy VI. It's like, wow, you got... Uh, the ultimate weapon. Yeah. Holy crap! Because you just explored a little bit. This game's like, ha ha, kicking the teeth. Return <laughs> to the beginning. Yes. And I'm like, okay, oh. I gotta take a break from this. And I took a break by playing another SMT because I'm like, I want to play one where you fuse on the fly and yeah. explore. So I jump back into Strange Journey. And uh, again, like just to be clear, I have completed both of these games. So I'm not. I didn't like play for a little bit, whine, and then put it away. I have the full right to complain. I did the true right. demon ending, Good and I you. got the. Uh, I also got the super bonus ending on Strange Journey as well. So these games are played, damn it. And uh, I, 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 I played Strange Journey to take a break from Nocturne, and it ended up being uh, really difficult in another way. Like I don't want to say difficult. I want to say tedious, but it sounds mean. But there's no other word. Tedious for it. Like, isn't mean because sometimes long winded. It's long winded. It's like. It's like, I said this last time I was here, I'll say it till the day I die. We figured out pacing for RPGs in 1995. It was figured out. Chrono Trigger set the standard. If you're not doing that or better, you are officially not a passing grade in my book. Then what happened with Chrono Cross? Let's talk about the I don't know. Yeah, right? Great, great soundtrack. Great, great. Some interesting plot and themes about sure. like identity and and regret and all sorts of weird, wild stuff. But ultimately, uh, for me, falls flat because it's for the same reasons. It's like, why is this taking so long? I think it's the gameplay. To be yeah. honest with you, it takes Chrono, too like, long. It takes too long, and it's not as tight as it was in Chrono Trigger. It's not really the same. It wasn't the same. Um, I, so you are a game completionist. Like when I when you talk about games, I know you beat a lot of games. What games have you jumped off of? Like what games do you think have you been like? Oh no, man, not worth a game time? games that I've given up on. Yeah, that is an interesting topic. Okay, I'm, like I'm, Shelby I'm, gave up on not, Sekiro, right? You're not going back for I that. Did. Yeah, no I, Sekiro, not so much. Not not going back. I have given up. I I gave up on like a Bloodborne mm-hmm. and a Dark Souls, but fortunately, I don't think I think Bloodborne was on like. The PS Plus game of the month, and I got to a certain area, and I was just like, I don't, want, yeah. I don't care. No. I'm like, I don't. If I have to play your game with a guide, I don't want to do it. And it just, I, you watch a YouTube video of someone like 
nailed it in an hour done i'm like look if that's what you can do great but all that says to me is that like it's a memorize the game type of deal and i'm sorry i'm in my 30s i don't do that anymore i have no more brain i have no more brain space for your game that was over with Mega Man. i memorized those (laughs) stages because i had to and it was kind of funny but those days are over well, that was my problem with Sekiro is like, I'd be watching YouTube videos like, okay, here's the, here's the sequence that I need to do to execute. And I'd go in, try it like five more times, still couldn't pull it off. I'm like, no, I think I'm done. Can't, can't come back to this. And I gave it a good college try. Go keep on show. Sorry. I didn't mean to I mean, I give it a good college try, you know, show yeah, multiple nights, multiple play sessions. Okay. We're going to take this boss out. But after that third time falling on the same boss, it's like, nope, I think I'm done. It was three days, right? It wasn't like it was three days of you oh trying to go God. for it. Three days of like multiple, yeah, uh, yeah. Three, yeah. Three sessions on three different days. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right, three yeah. days is, is officially too much. For me, my limit is I'll give you a night and a day, and that's yeah. it. And well, have you guys ever been in the situation where you're like up against a boss or something of that nature, and then you can't beat it at night? You go to sleep, and the next time you log in, you nail it on yep. like the yeah, third Yeah, because you're tired. I have, sure. Fatigue yeah. drill. It was like it happened with the final boss of Mega Man Nine and like some temple level in Tropical Freeze where I was up so late the Tropical shapes were Freeze. just like blurs on the screen. <laughs> yes. My wife came in, she's like, "You still doing it?" Huh? She's on doing playthrough with me, and I'm like, "I'll be honest, they're just purple blurs at this point." <laughs> but I woke up, and you and a lot of times you wake up and you nail it on the first try. Just yeah. needed a little bit of rest, but three days, dude. <laughs> No, yeah. Mega Man Eight. That's a you problem. That's, <laughs> that's right. And that's what I'm like, no, maybe this genre is not for me. Yeah, that's and I think that's okay. I think it, it you know, we come from, uh, you know, I believe we're all uh, millennials we're all and, and every yeah. yeah, which makes us millennials. And I know that the stereotype is like, oh, you know. Oh, those millennials are handed everything. And I'm like, I, we got a lot of punishing games that were like <laughs> yeah. super mean. But it is interesting to think about like. Uh, you know, how we would have treated giving up on something as kids, like, ah, sucker, you couldn't do it. But now as an adult, I'm just fully willing to accept, like, I don't care. There's so, also so many good video me, games done. out now. Like, you, you, the time, yes. it's not like, oh, I paid 60 bucks for this and now I have to do it. But I'm I'm a masochist. So, like, Mega Man mm-hmm. 8, the snowboard, the, the snowboard at the final part. You what know, do they you say? Can... Slide, slide. slide. Yes, <laughs> I did that. 333 times oh, i did a counter what? because i was like i'm not remember when this is why we started the show because my whole thing was i'm gonna play all the mega mans and rank them like we did that was just between shelby and, mm. I. and i was like no this game's not gonna get the best of me this game's not gonna get the best of me and by the time i did it i was like i i hate this <laughs> but i i finished i went through i'm like i'm gonna finish finish strong Mega Man 8 is probably my second so, last favorite games i've given up on mega yeah. man 8 and Mega Man 7. And not for difficulty or anything else. I'm just like, this isn't good. I don't like this. Mega Man needs to stay 8-bit forever. Otherwise, it should be Mega Man X. I'm not interested in any Mega Man X that isn't Did on the Super Did you play 11? Nintendo. I loved Mega Man uh, 11. I actually 11 was it. Really it wasn't good. 8-bit, but they got the, the... They basically matched everything one for one and just kind of changed the art direction. But that was very good. My problem with 11 is music not good. No, didn't rise. To, it was very odd for them to go from. It was okay. Because Mega Man is known for its, uh, you know, I, yeah. it's, it's like that Lord Castlevania Lords of Shadow syndrome where it's like renowned composer Richard Gumbamblis comes to his, <laughs> you know, complete orchestra where it's like, uh, no, Castlevania is amazing, one of a kind Baroque rock shenanigans that is really, really silly. Yeah. And it's like, no, wispy strings. And Mega Man kind of did a similar thing where it's like, oh, it's a little more modern and techno. And I'm like, no, just really strong 
bright, you know, kick-ass melodies. Yeah. You know, give me that e the, boop, boop, the The, the boop, intro boop. box music is still one of my, like, I have, dun, 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 dun. like, I'll be humming mm-hmm. that all the time. Just that, that whole beat. Keep it, so, yeah. keep it iconic. Uh, yeah, Mega okay. Man 8 and 7, I've given up recently. I feel like I, I did just give up on, I can't call this giving up on a game. I gave up on a playthrough. I, um, okay. I have recently replayed uh, Mario and Luigi's Superstar Saga. That is not what I gave up on. Uh, it was excellent. To, I, that's a game that like perfect pace, much like mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger. It's like not a dull moment. Yeah. Top to bottom, thoroughly fun, really entertaining, always something new. Great. I played through. Uh, so I was looking at some of the sequels and I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, you know what? I've played the others maybe a few times. I never really replayed Dream Team. I'm like, I want to revisit that. I remember thinking. Oh, the, the Mario and Luigi Superstar? Uh, Mario and Luigi Dream Team on the 3DS. It yeah, was that's their, like... their little RPG series, right? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Um, so I'm uh, playing through Dream Team, and I think uh, because I'd beaten it before, hard mode was open, and I'm like, oh, that'll make this interesting. Why don't I try that? Although in the back of my mind, I'm like, I remember this game being kind of challenging already in some sections. Yeah, I made it all the way to, like, I think the second, uh, near the second giant boss fight. I forget that his name was Massey for something. He's like some bodybuilder. All he, all he has to do is hit you once and you're dead. And so I'm like, all right, well, there's, so I would, uh, I did this about three times. I gave this boss fight three tries and I'd be about halfway through the fight, which would be about 15 minutes on, cause on hard mode, everything takes mm. way more damage. Yeah. And then after 15 minutes, I slip up once and I'm dead. No, nah, dude, good. I'm putting that down. Yeah. I'm too, I'm too old. I don't have the time yeah. for that game goes away. Goodbye. Well, I put it away. We- and it's funny you talk about that because I know you rank those games because you just started a new YouTube channel with your buddy Griff, right? The yeah, Goldwyn Dinner, Dinner Club. Club. Feel yeah. free to check it out. We're a little pissant YouTube, but you can see our little uh, animated avatars it's, stand in front of a giant switch. I was telling it to Shelby. It's it's like science mystery theater, but it's you guys yes. with video games. That's what that you're going exactly for. what we're going for. Yeah. Where it's just the game is almost irrelevant. Like, yeah, it doesn't, we're just gonna talk about stuff. You're just shooting the breeze, but you ranked. I liked your ranking system. Like, am I gonna play it ever again? You didn't yeah. want to give it letters. I think that's fair. That's because we, I we think talk about all I think letters are. I mean, it, that's if I wanted more people to see it, I should have done letters. The thing is, like, <laughs> that is that that's a sort of clickbaity behavior, and that's what you like the best Mario RPG, and it's like. Look, again, I'm just too old for that. Right. I'm like, no, there is no such thing as the best anything. Like, there's the best right. for, as a, I forget the dude's name, but he was like a marketing director for um, Ragu. And he went on to be like the big muckety muck for Pepsi. And oh. his famous uh, phrase was Don Draper. Yeah. It was Don Draper. And it, his famous phrase was, there is no perfect Ragu, there are only perfect Ragus. And so he, he was the one who came up with, ragu and ragu extra chunky he's mm-hmm. like his marketing research let him believe because they had a broad spectrum of oh which one do people like the best that's the one that's going to be a ragu and so some people liked extra they're chunkier and some people like normal and it's like well maybe we should go somewhere in the middle and he's like no sell the chunky and sell the normal and so he ended up working for pepsi and he's like there is no perfect pepsi only perfect pepsi <laughs> and to his credit what do you see nowadays coke Coke Zero, Diet Coke, Diet Coke Zero, no caffeine, Coke Zero, lemon, well, lemon. Think about lane. peanut butter like, too. Skip, smooth, chunky. Thing. Right. So it's for yeah. games. There are no perfect. There's no perfect. You know, Mario RPG. There are perfect Mario RPGs for each sort of player. And um, yeah, for me, cream of the crop is uh, 
the original Paper Mario and Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Those are the mm-hmm. top. And cl- super close third is Bowser's Inside Story. Everything else, but pretty you, good. Did you put Seven Star Saga on there too? I tried yes, to that yes. was in the. So I ranked it by, I ranked it by uh, play frequently, meaning like, oh, I'm constantly busting that out, and like I got to get a playthrough in at least once a year, once every other year. Then there is will play again, which means I have no doubt I will play that again, but I don't play it frequently. And then there's might play again, which is like, yeah, you, we'll see. It's good. Like maybe if I get a wild hair up there, I'll uh, check it out. And then there's probably not going to play again. And I think probably not going to play again is like, you know, Sticker Star, Color Splash, Origami King. I enjoyed them for what they were. Like, I'm not one of those like, how dare you? I'm like, yeah, yeah I had fun. I had fun with them, but I don't need to return to them because it's sort of like. I got my fill. I got and and those games aren't really about approach, whereas a lot right. of the other Mario RPGs are. Like, I'm always going to have a different playthrough of Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga because you can level the brothers up differently. I'm yeah. going to have a different playthrough of uh, Paper Mario because of the badge system and leveling up Mario differently. Like, plus, I think they're just paced really, really. They just go. They go yeah. straight through. They have all my favorite character moments. Same with Bowser's Inside Story. The only reason that one didn't rise to the top, and that was in the so Inside Story is in the same category as Mario RPG. Yeah. So it's up there on will play again, but not play frequently. And for me, I have to say uh, that game is haunted. Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars is a cursed game. You heard it from me. Why is am, that? I am positive that a body fell into the vat where they make the microchips or something. It's just, it has bad energy, dude. I look at that game and I just get bad vibes. I, like I feel like a witch made it. Like, it's creepy. It is a creepy looking game. Like, from the moment Mario appears on the screen, uh, I'm I'm just worried. And uh, I don't know. It's like, I think it's just the art style. And I will say I have been vindicated in this because I've played the other games that this developer has made, which include Moon, uh, like Shulip, Chibi Robo, and like Tingle's Rosy Rupee Land. Yeah, dude. Those guys are are super creepy when they're unrestrained. <laughs> yeah. So this was them like holding back. But when they don't hold back, it's Moon and Tingle. And I'm like, no wonder. Mm-hmm. I always get a weird vibe from Mario RPG. It's And also just like, it all comes, like it's a beautiful package. But I'm just like, I get skeeved out by mario rpg yeah that's sure that talks to you has the weird googly eyes you know like as a young no i don't need to see that yeah i hate all the villains like they're gross and they're all otherworldly and then you go to the fight and this is actually to its credit yeah you go to that final area and the final boss and you realize everything is just being manufactured by this right it's like the final boss music is so creepy and his face like melts away and he's just a toaster. And there's like a, there's like, you're in a graveyard full of all the puppets he's built. It's just horrific. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that final screen for that final boss. And the music is like, it's just this bendy, weird. I'm like, no, Mario does not belong here. He's in danger. No, (laughs) but that's what makes it great at the same time. It's up there with the earthbound final fight too where you're like oh this is really great yeah, yeah. like there's always the fan theories too i know with like you talking about replayability where you can play characters different i know shelby and i so shelby's shelby you've been playing like a dragon right i have been yeah yakuza like a dragon and <laughs> i played jrpgs when i was younger and i'm trying to get back into our jrpgs yakuza and, like a dragon well now how are you building your characters out like what what have you is it set characters or you can pick classes and build them out 
Well, you have set characters, but you have job choice, right? So yeah. you can choose jobs. And you guys are like JRPG professionals. You know exactly what the job thing is. But I was like, okay, I need a healer, right? I need somebody that can take damage and someone that can do damage. So I've kind of been running through the game. I think I'm about 25 hours in. And I've hit the point where I've maxed out my bond with a few characters. So now I'm ready to switch some characters out. But it's like I don't – they get wiped all the time left and right. Mm. So I think I gotta get my grind on. I think that's what I gotta do. Is that is that what I gotta do? Yeah. I mean, if you're trying to just experience a story, my mm-hmm. advice would be pick like uh how many what's the cast of characters? How many how many people are, are on the bench or um right now I think I have seven characters unlocked and you get a party of four. An active party of four. So really pick your top five and just rotate, maybe have like the fifth guy be your hey, you you're filling the gaps during leveling. But and... I gotta get those Bond cutscenes, Casey. I gotta see it. I gotta see it. I, uh, I gotta I know where this relationship advice. goes. Having, your... having not played this game, but knowing I had it recommended to me endlessly because, you know, it's... Uh, Dragon Quest. There's a lot of Dragon Yakuza. Quest references in it. Well, the one thing about Dragon Quest is there's a shortcut to grinding. You True. don't just grind mindlessly. You take the shortcut, and that is the metal slime. So you need to find the equivalent of a metal slime in Like a Dragon. And I guarantee you, if this game is chock full of Dragon Quest references, it will have have the equivalent of a metal slime, which which is a rarer, but there are places where it's always easier to farm them, and it's for leveling up quickly. Uh, And it's also like the metal slime is a trope. There There are equivalents in almost any RPG that's worth its salt. Like, uh, I hesitate to think of, uh, Final Fantasy might have one. I forget what it is, but like Octopath, they're the, the cat, the cat, the, cat, or whatever. the cats, the cats, the cats. Yeah. And um, in, uh, even in Mario and Luigi, it was the golden bean beanies or whatever. Like, I feel like Final Fantasy six, you go to Brontosaurus Forest and the Brontosaurus that's have right. a lot of XP, but that's like when you're doing in game. Um, mm-hmm. so in Yakuza, yeah, there is a metal slime like hobo. I gotta find the hobo. Metal slime hobo. You're Metal slime hobo. Welcome. <laughs> I just saved the day. I need to find the hobo. Okay. And who would have known? Uh, if he is like a metal slime, beware, because normally their thing is not. I mean, they run away. Different, but it's about their yeah, their speed and defense. So you have to find a way to get through really quickly, and it's all about trying to get a guaranteed critical. Mm-hmm. So if you have any ability. Okay. Uh, that's like you might land a critical if you use this move. Try that. It's it's something that can buff it that makes the person not miss beforehand, and then you mm-hmm. have them go because again they'll they'll run away. Yeah, yeah, I was googling like metal slime equivalent, and then it's like ah, it's uh the the dudes that look like Jesus and don't take damage. Huh. What ones that yeah. look like Jesus looking hobos? Okay, I'll keep an eye out for the Jesus looking hobos in my video yeah, games. Yeah. How much, like, is it RPG and how much is it, like, cool Yakuza 90s Japanese? Yes. I mean, I would say 50-50. Is I it mean, 50-50? Okay. I, I mean, both those things are not mutually exclusive, it doesn't feel like. Really? Um, and it's it's just good. Like, the story actually has me really intrigued. Like, I'm more into the story than a lot of the games that I normally play. I'm normally, like, an action-based gamer, as many of you know, if you listen out there. But I'm really enjoying the story in this. And I'm like 25 hours in and I'm still like feeling the pull of the story. And one thing that I'm really impressed with is, you know, you kind of start in the early hours of the game. Things are happening. And here I am 
over 20 hours into the game and it's still like referencing things that happened back in hours one and two that just seemed like slight nuances that have like a big impact down the road mm. so it really feels like it's rewarding me for paying attention to the story which i'm not used to so i've been talking about this like because we're trying to bring you back into jrpgs and parker you can tell me this there's some quintessential jrpg experiences that i feel like you have to go through when you play jrpg like one like lose a lot of progress because you didn't save right mm. or uh what are what are in your mind some quintessential jrpg experiences that people should have uh oh my gosh well ah uh, that's definitely one of them i don't want people to have that experience that's <laughs> it's part of it like we've all i would say uh, it. i would say um you know there are a lot of rpgs where you're saving in multiple file slots because you don't want to miss some item or you you want to make True. different choices. There are some games that offer you like story and character choices. And I find myself doing that constantly. If you play a lot of JRPGs, you start getting into the rhythm of three houses. file number three, four, five, file number six. And going back when you pick it up and being like, ah, oh, shit, which one of these was I playing uh yeah oh, so it does one. this thing when it does the chapter changes where it allows you to save and every time i choose a new slot oh, really? so every time the chapter changes just I have in a case new save. you want to go back yeah okay. and then there's an autosave feature which is pretty darn good i haven't lost much progress in that unless you consider the dungeons and i know we talked about that in a past cast but they have these stretches of dungeon where you can't save for a while um, so you got to watch out for those. But other than yeah. that, I think, I think I'm going to survive the save. I'm going to save scum my way through this. Right. Hopefully I don't lose anything. Uh, speaking of save scumming, if there is a, a casino in most dragon yes. quests, you save scum in the casino. So you save, oh. spend the slots until your money is gone. Right. And if you never hit big reload, in, uh, an another in different thing, slots hit, okay. there's always like one slot that's yes. always like, this is the one that hits and that's the one you need to be on. You have to figure yeah. that out in Dragon Quest. And you want to essentially, once you build up enough tokens, save, then go to the next machine up. So if you've been using the single token machine, go to the 10 token machine, save, scum your way through, and then get whatever item you're going to get. Uh, the other thing... Uh, so wait, 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 they do they hide items behind those? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. What? You buy, yeah. you get the tokens and but, you can but, buy but, them. But you will be fine. These items are for doing, typically for doing really well in the beginning of the game rather than being end game items. Gotcha. Yeah. Most of the time, these are for like, do you not want to level up? Why don't you grind in the casino instead? And then you'll get the twin dragon whip and the metal king sword. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, you'll be all right. You, it's totally yeah. missable. But I, for me, it is uh weirdly zen and it's like um tradition to do it uh, before i forget the other sort of experience uh quintessential jrpg experience is uh rolling the dice on some uh, a rare drop and hoping yes. to god that you get it and almost every jrpg worth of salt has at least one moment like this right and that's an item that drops something some rare end game weapon or some something similar like that i think i'm replaying final fantasy 6 uh, I'm playing the advanced version, which I've never got to play before. The GBA one, great one. Yeah, uh, which cost a pretty penny. I'd love to talk to you guys about weird used game market stuff going on. Yeah, we're uh, definitely going to talk about that because I was looking but, at a bunch of things. Uh, I've been replaying that, and I'm already gearing up for the uh, – uh, this is sort of a different thing, but it reminds me of the uh, the like Cursed Shield. and uh, Yeah, we, we talked to uh, an indie developer last week that's making his own JRPG. And he talked about how the mechanic of that 255, like how you have to write that into the game. Mm -hmm. That's interesting because that was like Shelby was just 
255 battles is a lot of battles, right? RNG drops and weird oh, grinding yeah. for like transforming items and getting a bit. I don't know how oh. in depth like a dragon goes, but there's it's always about like JR, JRPGs are fun to me because there's always some weird esoteric knowledge that's mm-hmm. like on your third playthrough, you're like, oh, you didn't get the Quimblix? You had to <laughs> yes. go to the East Continent during chapter two, talk to the barmaiden and say no three times. She'll take you to the back and give you the Quimblix, yes. the ultimate chalice that will change. And I'm like, what the hell? Play this game five times. You didn't wait 25 seconds after they said no and stand yes. still and then press XYBA? You did not hit this code? Yeah. What was that game you were telling that we were talking about where if you don't wait for the guy at the rocket, Final Fantasy six, six. yeah, yeah, you can miss that. He comes in the last five seconds too. So if you (laughs) if your faith even wavers for a moment, you will miss it, and he will die. It's so sad. It's a mess. Leave no soldier behind. Yeah. So I think another great JRPG experience is mini games. Mm. Have you been? Have, are there any mini games in Like a Dragon? Oh, so many mini games. The Yakuza game. I, yeah, I, true. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I spent 20 minutes collecting cans on a bicycle today. <laughs> <laughs> <That's cool. laughs> it was very fun. Yes, I was like, man, I should really like go do something else. Nope, played all the way through easy, then medium, then hard. Got that S ranking that everybody strives for. Feels so good. I, I enjoy the mini games. Barker, what is the best? jrpg minigame in your mind the best jrpg minigame mm-hmm. oh my god well or your personal favorite doesn't have to be best because it bested so like it's kind of t- it's kind of tough and we're gonna i guess we'll limit it to jrpg oh my god there's so many just because i've replayed a few lately uh i'm just gonna list some of the greatest hits okay well, yeah do that for me. so i just finished uh you know another replay of uh superstar saga and almost every uh let me silence my phone Almost every mini game in that is really fun. There's like an arcade with a Geno cameo. Yes. Where you, you know, there's a, I forget what it's called, like Sliding Stars or something. There's like a weird puzzle game with Donkey Kong that everybody hates, like a skeletal Donkey Kong. Uh, there's the Jump Rope mini game, which is fantastic. There's the Minecart game. So that was chalk loaded. Uh, the other two infamous like Final Fantasies in terms of video games are seven and uh, nine. Uh, seven is nothing but mini games. Once you get past oh, yeah. the first disc, it never, never ends. The yeah. submarine, the snowboard, the motorcycle, the casino, boxing, basketball, like you name Choke it. Chocobo racing. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You got to do all of that. In nine though, and I believe it was in eight as well, but, but nine's the better I've one. tried playing eight and games I've given up on. Final Fantasy eight, multiple times. Really? I'm sorry. No, I am not going to play an RPG <laughs> where you have to steal uh, magic as a usable item. Screw you. No, that's not how magic works. No, Unless you're a no, blue mage. Unless you're no, a blue mage. Which is the most useless class in all of Final <laughs> Fantasy. I never need Strago on my team. Get out of here, old man. Wow. Beat it. Uh, I'm not interested. I'm sorry. No, no Final Fantasy VIII. No. I'm sure you're beautiful. I know people love you, but that is it's so funny because I'm like that. We I'm sure lots of people are like, oh, I don't like it because of the story. I don't like because of that. For me, it was as simple as magic is a usable item. No, no. And I just turned it right off. I was like, I'm never looking back. Uh, (laughs) Plus, I'm like, I got enough to do without worried about this. But uh, the card game in that was sort of refined uh, in nine. nine. 
and uh, it's it's fascinating. It's frustrating as hell, but once you really it's you a know, good card get, game. Get the few good cards, and you can save scum your way through that too. Knowing that almost every person in the game wants to play cards with you, and there is a tournament that's like part of the story at some point, can be pretty fun. Uh, of course, every Dragon Quest has uh, casinos in it. Some of them have like slime racing, monster battling. Like, dear God, I mean, it, I'd be hard pressed to say that there is a JRPG that has the best mini game of all time when uh, man. they just know for it. And there's so many that are just good. I mean, or maybe, maybe one will come to me in five minutes, but my personal favorite, you named them, the Final Fantasy IX card game is great. And they, I've always said they should just recreate that as an iPhone app. I know they have some digital Final totally. Fantasy card game. Blitzball and Final Fantasy X needs to be a standalone game. Mm. And that is it. Square just needs to make a Blitzball simulator. Give me a Blitzball game and treat it like Madden where I can draft people and do that. I put so many hours into... It's interesting that they haven't done that. As I've heard people say this a million times, personally, I skipped it every chance I could. Oh, I'm man. Like, it was a, 10 was not my game. 10's not a great like, game no. by any means. Wonderful music. I enjoyed a lot of it, but I know every person I've ever talked to who's played it is like, God, I love Blitzball. So, Bro. I mean, you're, you're, you're right. Like... People love it, and that would make sense. I mean, it seems like it's just there to be done. It should be done. I, if they want, I'll be like, here's my money. Thank you. Here's my firstborn child. Mm-hmm. I appreciate everything you've done, son. You're, you're a man now. Good luck. It would. Oh, fi- and fishing in Final Fantasy XV oh, is yeah. fantastic. Actually, I think that's it. Fishing. Just fishing's the best mini game in just all fishing. In almost <laughs> yeah. any JRPG, fishing. I mean, they made a whole. They did make a whole game out of that. River King. Yeah, which I, I still haven't played, uh, yeah. but I, I, you know, I'm like, no, no, I'm like, all those boys are dead now. It's over. <laughs> Spoiler alert: they're all dead. I don't care what the director says. No, they all live. Just Noctis is dead. I'm like, no, there were four empty chairs by a campfire oh, in the credits. You don't get to take it back. When Arden went boom, they all dropped dead immediately. That was it. it it's like, no, he put him to sleep. No, he purple magic him, and he was like. He's like, your friends are dead. Come fight me. I'm like, I remember in that moment, I was like, what? You can't just do, you can't just, you can't. And yeah, four empty camp chairs. Sorry, can't take that back. You cannot walk that. You need to show me them all standing together in the credits or they're dead. They died. Those boys are dead. And so I can't play some mini game about fishing. It My sounds like too broken. really sad. Uh, stand by me. Right there. That's there you go. That's like- it. I mean, that was. The song they played in the game. Oh no! There you go. By oh, knocked. Oh, in Final Fantasy fifteen. Fifteen, yeah, yeah. 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 That one got a lot of like hate. I feel like Final Fantasy. It's uh, is... it's because uh, you know, it was there's rushed. the whole meme of, uh, of yeah, that sort of thing of, of the opposite of that. Really, they're like, it feels rushed, but it took you know over a decade. My thing is, you know, for for what it's worth. Uh, I was still able to get a hundred hours out of it. Like there's enough content to go around. And by the end, my wife and I were genuinely heartbroken by the story, even though it kind of is filled with a lot of final fantasy one era time travel nonsense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, what, why would he do that? Cause they're okay, whatever, fine. But by the end, it all comes together and it kind of works and it works because they went back to the basics of, you know, something that every classic JRPG knows, and that is make you fall in love with characters. Mm-hmm. And Noctis, Prompto, uh, you know, 
uh, Ignis and uh, uh, Gladio, they are, oh, that's so weird. I just put it together. Prompto, Gladio, Noctis, Ignis. It's weird that we got two S's and O's. Um, anyway. Oh, you mean the pattern? Their yeah, names, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's kind yeah. of odd. But they're utterly charming characters. They're very kind of archetypal, but you get to know them over this period of time and you get to sort of understand their feelings. And there's a few genuinely great moments of development between all of them. So by the time anything bad happens, it turns out storytelling is that simple. Yeah. Show me a puppy. And it's like, aw. And then threaten the puppy with a gun. And John I go, Wick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, don't you dare do that. And then that's it. That was Final Fantasy 15. They pointed a gun at an adorable puppy and I lost my mind. Speaking after the show, I'll show you my new puppy that's sleeping. Okay, okay. great. Okay. Um, so it's the new member Just of the don't team. threaten the puppy, man. I'm going to lose <laughs> oh, the no, no, Don't do it. Don't no, no, handle it. So, but loving characters and getting like your heart broken by them. Is there any character that, that is that? a JRPG quintessential it experience? It's quintessential. Shelby. Yes. So it sounds like you've already kind of gotten that. Yep, yeah, we've definitely had that. The character that, yes, yeah, main character that you part buddy up with very early in the game that ends favorite? up doing some bad stuff. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's oh, okay because wow. the main character still loves him and friendship and wonderful person. You get to be my friend forever. That's kind of how it goes, and I think that's and that's true in some friends. I have some friends that are total scumbags from my youth that I'm like, hey, if I saw you, I'd still be, <laughs> yeah, shall we? Hello. Um, <laughs> but but I I would still be like, that's my friend. I wouldn't like trust them to watch my kids or you know, like, here's my keys, but I, I would go have a beer with them. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it, characters make things. A non-committal friend. A non-committal friend. Someone that I just want to know. borderline acquaintance at that yeah. point. Yeah. We've always <laughs> down. I've joked about that. Like it's that person that you're embarrassed to admit your friend. Like, yeah, he's just like the godfather of my children. We don't really talk though. Like you have to you have to admit. Like, no. Godfather of my children. Ah, I've been, it reminds me, I've been meaning to undo that. <laughs> and <laughs> pick someone else. So what else have you been playing, Parker? Uh well well, you like I said, I finished a playthrough of um Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. I am hey, currently replaying uh FF six advance. So tell us about the prices. What what's the, what's so, your What's your... Yeah, and I, I just made another purchase recently too. But like, oh my god, dude! Uh, so this copy, and I'm—I will just say straight up what I paid for these. Just yeah, go to, ahead to let people know I make decent enough money. I'm gonna treat myself, You're but drive. I know that I'm being taken for a ride. Like, not for a second am I like, yeah, that's a fair price. These prices are unfair. So uh, I have heard this has been happening in the used game community, and I am, uh, you know, straight up. A party to these shenanigans so <clears throat> for a copy of final fantasy 6 advance and it's always been somewhat rare i don't know why they maybe didn't print enough and you also have to look out for reproduction carts which you don't want to play they bulge out of your system right. they're kind of untrustworthy they may not work all the time um for a legit copy it's gonna be uh 80 to 100 80 if you're very lucky i just saw an and, ebay 300 for one that one might be sealed and complete in box, but if you just want if you just want the cart, eighty to a hundred, and it's you like you could ask me, I would let you uh, have mine. I'm like I would, here you go. Oh, man. I no no, I'm, I'm I'm an honest man, and I'm like I. The other thing is, I'm like I have always wanted to play this version, and what tipped me off finally was they announced the uh, remasters. Oh and, right, uh, with the bad font that everyone hated. I know it's. Everybody wants to, you know, pile on. And I, I've also seen reasons why they're doing X, Y, or Z, but like... It's not that for, bad. For for whatever it is, like, I, 
it had nothing to even really do with that game itself. It was just, oh, that reminds me. I really wanted to play the advanced version, and I never got to do that. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I'm gonna, I, I think I dug, I had dug out my Game Boy Advance SP because great I know, system. I, was, I, I think I had just finished playing Mario World and Mario Three with Griff on Golden Dinner Club, and I'm like, oh, we were talking about the advanced versions, so I started playing those. I'm like GBASP, and I had to clean that up, fix the power, replace the battery, you know, really spit polish, shine this thing. And so I'm like, oh, well, now now that I fixed up my GBA, I'm getting some some gameplay out of this damn thing. I'm not just playing Mario. I'm going right. to play some RPGs. So that's when I went looking, and uh, oh, to my chagrin, the next uh, sort of purchase I made, and this one really just, they had me over a barrel. But uh, I went looking for, uh, I'm like, okay, I play Final Fantasy VI. I'm going to want to play Chrono Trigger. I just can't resist. Right. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm going to play it. And the play, the version to play DS. is the DS version. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let me go get my copy. It's not there. Oh, God. Oh, no. And I'm like, you know what? I loaned it out. Maybe, And I'm like, I thought I got it back. But no, I loaned it out about six, seven years ago. I messaged the friend I loaned it to. And to his credit, he went looking for it. And he's like, and he was also like, yeah, I actually don't remember giving that back to you. You're right. I might have it. And I was like, oh, thank God. He goes looking for it. And he's like, I'm sorry, dude. I don't got it. He's like, maybe my brother has it. I can ask. And I think he's like, nah, he, no. He's like, I'm, he, but, and he's also You're a bigger like, man than me. That wouldn't be my friend anymore. I'd be like, well, good nah, day, nah, sir. <laughs> he's also like, he also, no. Cause he also was like, I will buy you oh, a new one. Oh, that's a good man. But I turned that down because I'm like, no, no. And here's, it's a little bit of a Larry David curb your enthusiasm kind of unwritten rule. Yeah. I could, you could totally write a curb episode about this, but I'm like, it's past the cutoff. It's past the statute of limitations. I feel like one year is the limit in terms of expecting something back from being borrowed. One year, dude. Okay. I should have gotten that game back as soon as he was like, and I'm pretty sure at some point he's like, eh, I don't know if it's for me. And maybe I, I think I remember saying something like, Give it another shot. Just hang on to it, and you know I'll get it back from oh. you. And then I think. Does that know, reset the year when you say that? I don't know. <laughs> see, I mean, this is where you see now you, you I are think the so. Garland character. So, yeah. Larry and Jeff are now arguing about. Yeah. But you said you said try it again. That resets the year. It doesn't <laughs> yes. reset the year. It doesn't reset it. Oh. I think it resets the year. Like, you know what I mean? It turns into a curb episode. But in my view, I'm like, this is like six, seven years. Yeah. The, and I, um, I'm only just now asking him. Not only do you can I have it back, but do you even remember having it? Yeah, you went through so, a presidency. Two of them. Two of them. The fact that he offered is a matter of principle. True. And it says a lot about character. And that's in my mind. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, that. this is, as a gentleman, this is my fault. Therefore, I must swallow the cost of this. And I also looked up prizes. And I'm like, I'm not going to ask you to pay this much for something I did not pay this okay, much. Okay, so what is that? You know what I mean? So I paid... For it, because there are a lot of uh, unsealed uh, sort of copies, and a lot of them looked a little busted up. I paid for a sealed copy. It is not the poster edition. Somewhere close to 150 bucks. I mean, that's well a great over game. like, but what like quadruple price? Yeah, dude. yeah. <laughs> My God, what was it? It was 40 bucks originally. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah, yeah. and I had it, and so it's like, uh, but but I did it. And I was also like, this was right after I won the Emmy too. And I'm like, this is my- Treat yourself. Yeah. To treat myself to a sealed copy of this game. And it's going to feel good to crack open that shrink wrap. It never having 
been touched and to say, welcome, Chrono Trigger. I will treat you well. And I also was thinking, I'm like, you know what? If I lost this game in service to trying to get someone else to play it, that's an acceptable loss. Yeah. That is a noble sacrifice in my mind. That was altruistic. But yeah, the used games it's and systems, it's getting... It's getting rough out there. Yeah. Well, that, that new copy of Mario 64 that was on never, you know, like... We, that we, is insane. That's dude, insane. we've been talking about this all year, and that's been our thing. Earlier in the year, I said, when it, we're going to hit a million soon, right? And then you get mm-hmm. the the original Zelda hits 900,000, which I think that game should be worth the million, personally. Um, mm-hmm. And then I... And like snazzy gold cartridge. Yeah, dude. That always sticks out in my mind. And then uh, I, our buddy Loxless was talking on his Twitter. He always looks up Tales of Destiny on PlayStation 1. It's like 150 279 bucks. He's like, then I cry under the covers after I look at the price. Like, it is it is insane market. I I have so many, I will always remember. So right when I finished getting my master's to be a teacher, I had a box of PlayStation 1 JRPG. I didn't have PlayStation. I was like, all right, you know what? I've had these forever. I'm not going to play them. I've enjoyed them. I'm going to sell this box. And I had... Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, Xenogears, uh, Final Fantasy Chronicles, where it was uh, six and four, no, six and five. Yeah, anthology. Anthology. And then I had anthology. I had the Chrono Trigger one and the mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. Bad loading times. Fours. Music's messed yes, up. Yes, yes. The Final Fan- the Chrono Trigger one was great though because you had the anime cutscenes, which you get in the DS. Get them in the DS. Yes. All, and the load times are weird, and the music is messed up. Let me shout out real quick to, uh, I believe his name is Matthew Valente. He's a Canadian game composer and I'm... sound restorer. Oh. He did the music for the um, Chrono Trigger. Uh, it was like this um, remake they were doing, like this storied, like canceled mm-hmm. indie remake of Chrono Trigger. He's doing the music for that. Oh, yeah. He has such an ear for this stuff, and he had done like, these meticulous breakdowns of everything wrong with the PlayStation version <laughs> of the Chrono Trigger soundtrack. And that man is doing the Lord's work to this day. So bless him. I think his handle is, is like at TSSF. Uh, check him out if you like music, video game music restored that's with like authentic a, samples. That's a game because like with Dragon Warrior 3, they're giving that, that uh, 2.5 HD off the oh look. God! Chrono Trigger needs that. Chrono Trigger needs that paint yeah. job. And I would pay... Yeah. Money, 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 money for that. It still looks good though, so it's like I don't. I oh, I feel I'm keen to just play it again. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I just really wish I knew where Chrono Trigger stood in the esteem of like Square Enix. I don't know if maybe they know something we don't, Dude. which is what I, I try to give you know game developers and businesses the benefit of the doubt because the fact is. It is a business, right? And for all we know, they're looking at numbers and and projecting stuff out with algorithms that say, "Yeah, sorry, this is not like worth it." You wonder why? Why am I getting the remake of this game that's already had a bunch of remakes? And it's like, there's an easy answer: dollar signs, because they know you will for sure buy this one, but they don't know you will for sure buy the other one. And I think the only people who, and I know their fans may not like it. But they have figured it out. It's Atlas. They're like, okay, well, the mm-hmm. solution isn't to play it safe. The solution is to charge you an arm and a leg for these weird niche games. And honestly, right. yeah, that's the right thing to do. Because they can't guarantee that you're going to get the broad audience you used to get right. back in the day where you had them, you know, uh, by the lapels. You know what I mean? Like you had people where you wanted them because it's like, where, where are you going to go? We got you. You're on Super Nintendo. There's three RPGs <laughs> yeah, to play. Where are you going? Where are you going? You're playing <laughs> Final Fantasy 3 whether you like it or not. And it's like, yeah, you're right. But nowadays, it's it's like, take your pick. So you've got, you're competing not just with the other big companies. You're competing with indie developers. You're competing with 
Fortnite and YouTube and mm-hmm. God knows what else. So they're 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 banging on your door going Final Fantasy Seven. <laughs> ah, and they've got a gun pointed at you, and it's like Jesus Christ! You know, it's it's about getting your attention and getting that money. And uh, so I get it. You know, maybe not for America, but for Japan, saying Dragon Quest Three. Yeah, that's banging huge. on the door, gun in the window. Again, it's like Chrono Trigger's know next. You'll buy this. Chrono Trigger's next, I think. Yeah. That, I I sure hope so, but I'm like, do they know? I just want to see the say, memes of gun in the window. Got yeah. Chrono Trigger. Well, that's 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 what it is. I think someone did a comic that was similar to that back in the day about like it was like Charmander and Jigglypuff and some other Pokemon having a nice party. And like Pikachu came to the window and was like, how come I'm not invited? And they're like, get out of here. Don't you have enough? (laughs) And then he like slid through the slot of the window, like liquid Terminator and was pushing merch on them. And they're like, yeah, run. (laughs) So it's like, yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. But that's, it's like, people are like, well, that must be very successful. And it's like, yeah, but it's, it's almost like living paycheck to paycheck. It's game release to game release, man. It's like, you got to keep the lights on. So as much as, Fans like me could be like, more Chrono Trigger. But for all you're... we know, like for all we know, there's someone with a visor and a calculator who's like, uh, we'll go out of business. I think it's hard because of the two c- creators having to agree on the yeah, property being sold. Ori and Sakaguchi. And that's why we didn't see it on the SNES Classic. And even though we should over Secret of Mana, because you and I talked about that last time you're on. Oh, God, yes. And yeah. so I've been playing Trials of Mana, the remake on Switch. Great game. That was fun. It's really yeah. fun. It's perfect. My six-year-old Fast son ace. loves it. Because of the, mm. he knows where to go because of the gold star. He gets the voice mm. acting. He can read a little bit in between because his reading's grown a lot mm. this year. Um, but he, he's you fun. change up your approach with mm-hmm. a lot of different characters. Give people the different little sprites. Like, it's fun. The little different voice acting between characters, depending on what your party. They did a really good job with that. Like, we do, yeah. we do like you talked about with your rating system on Super Mario RPG or the Mario RPGs mm. with that. We do a buy it try it skip it and then we give a heart rating of five heart now the heart rating i think for me personally too we talked about this like it's like mm. when i feel like when a reviewer gives a star or a numerical rating sometimes they're paid we're not uh it's that it's a yeah. it's how you personally feel right like yeah like for me i had an argument with my friend he really loved mario 3d world the 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 one that just mm-hmm. got remade on switch i think that's a five yeah. heart game and i could see that mm. like for me that's like my heart's full I love this game and I will replay this mm-hmm. forever. Um, I think Trials of Mana as a game is so much better than Secret of Mana, and no one should waste oh, yeah. their time with Secret of Mana and just play Trials of Mana. Hey, now you're now you're seeing. See, I don't think you had had Trials of Mana last time we no, talked. No, I had it, but I wanted to beat Secret of Mana because it was the first video game and I now ever you bought. See where I'm coming yeah, from? Yeah, I do. I totally do. I fully agree. Secret with you. of Mana is I gotta say overrated. The thing about Secret of Mana, it's it's it is very overrated. But the reason it it's there in people's hearts is because the atmosphere, the music, the character. Yeah. It's the it's the vibe. It's the vibe, uh, as know, the kids it's say. The feeling. It's that. It's that feeling that the game gives you that's so much more important than it's like anything else it's where it takes your imagination which is kind of i don't want to say gone but i mean it is because there's no more limitations sure. on what you can do anymore if you want to fully voice act your 2d game and make sure that people know your every intention you could do that right. if you want to have a beautifully realized painted world and show them exactly what it would look like photo real yeah do that but back in the day it's like you are hard limited and so there's so many wonderfully evocative works of art, uh, you know, that are these games uh, that that inspire people. So I do not begrudge anyone that. 
when I talk about not liking Secret of Mana, I'm not like, it's bad and you should feel not at all. I'm just like, I've played it and it's a broken mess. Right. Dude. It's 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 got so much of that jank where like I have to talk to this yeah, one person janky. that there's no clue to really go talk uh, to this one person. It's, yeah. It has so much like nineteen nineties middle gear that I yeah, had to watch yes, a YouTube you video. To I talked about open it. a guide. Now yeah. I do have speaking of jank in bone or in beautiful art in, I have a bone to pick with you. Okay. A so pick, last pick it. Okay. Last time you were on here, you talked about your robot dating sim game, right? I go on your Twitch. What was that? Oh, the Gundam oh, right. dating yes. sim game. I go on your Twitch and I see this cool Tanuki. I see him on the Mana Boat. Yes. Your Curry, your new IP. Yes. All right. I want to talk to you about that. Work in progress. Yes. Are you shopping that to be a game? What's what's your plans here with that? We'll see. I don't know. I actually have okay. I actually have several plans. Right now, it is it is specifically just a new IP. If I was like an okay. amateur artist, I would call it my new OC. But I'm like, no, I'm a professional. I don't have OCs. True. I have IP. <laughs> Original character. I want to tell kids For that. Those. I'm like, stop saying OC and start saying IP. You may sound pretentious, because... but it'll get people to, to pay money. It's like, make it make it clear. But right now, uh, I actually have a few plans for it. Nothing I could say right now because we're all, we're sort of getting things together. Uh, moving. But, okay. but ideally, I would want it to ultimately become a game. There's part of me that's like, there's no reason I couldn't work, you know, because I have an idea for what I want a really, you know, kind of larger, beautiful platforming game to be. I'm like, there's no reason I couldn't work with a smaller developer and be like, do an 8-bit version of it. There, done. Yeah, I've I've said that. I was saying that to you last time here. I think you got the chops for it. And so I was like, okay. He I had don't know this, how to program. It, it, I need... That's look, true. If you were, if you were an up, but you can, you could give me like, I want to make a Mega Man with absolutely. these characters because I kind of got a Mega Man vibe. Absolutely. The thing is, I just need a programmer who's like young and hungry and ready to go, and you know what you're doing, hook it up. But like, I've talked to several developers about like what the process of that is, and it's like, uh, you know, I, I got all sorts of wide ranging advice. Somebody was like, okay, somebody was like, get a Swiss banker to invest. Somebody, I'm like, I'm <laughs> a Swiss like, banker. Okay. I'm dead serious. Why, why specifically that? <laughs> I, I can't say, Taxes? but it was wild. It was okay. wild. It was wild advice. And it was specific to them. Somebody else was like, uh, go do a game jam. And I'm like, I'm in my thirties. I am not going to a game jam. That's very, I'm like, that's very nice of you to suggest, but I'm grown and I do business. So I'm not doing a game jam. I'm like, I'm I'll, I'm like I'll just hire a programmer. Like, yeah. so yeah. I've got all sorts of wide ranging advice, uh, but right now it's just one of those things where it's like currently uh, developing it to see what it becomes. And there's another part of me that's like, I'm going to Hello Kitty this thing. Do you know what I mean? Where it's just like, no, what do you mean? What, it's Hello gonna Kitty, be a dude in a Hello costume? Kitty just exists. Yeah. Oh, she's not, it's a, just a, she's thing. not a show. This is she's true. She's not a movie or a game or a, a per. She's whatever they want her to be. She's merch. Yeah. That's my feeling on it. That sounds very crass, okay. but there's part of me that's, that's like, I'd love to approach approach it like that, where it's a mascot. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, kind of like, okay, okay, okay. I get what yeah. you're saying. Hello Kitty can do whatever they want her yeah. to do at any given moment. And I'm like, I need that. I'm like, I need a character to remain uh, strictly mine to do whatever. Like, if I wanted to turn him into a VTuber tomorrow, I could, and it would be done. If I wanted to put him on True. a sneaker tomorrow, it'd be done. If I wanted to make a, a little YouTube video or if I wanted to, uh, I don't know, like make a sticker, I could. I think that's what it's born out of, but that required, you know, building a world and a concept and all this other stuff. Right. So it's in progress. I'm still, it's, he's also one of like 
a few projects currently in development right. or, and in progress. So it's not like I can devote all my energies to Curry, but he is foremost in my mind. Got you. I, I just promise us if it is a game, we get first scoop. First scoop. Okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. I, yeah, yeah. No, no, no worries. I, it's not a thing that is like, <laughs> that like, yeah, this game is getting made and I am working. It's right, like, right. No, I don't know how to program. That's not happening. But you, you start uh, any successful project by just willing it into existence. For so sure. I'm like, okay, I'm willing this into existence. And I will have uh, hopefully more news on that. Uh, in the near future, I don't think it'll be okay, too long. More. Your daughter is now. Are you gaming with her more these days too? I saw you. You're playing Ratchet and Clank with her, right? No, no, no. It wasn't me. I, oh, okay. I thought I saw you playing. No, that. no. Um, uh, she uh, a little bit. Like she'll play uh, uh, like Smash Brothers, kind of, with her mom, and just kind of walk around Perfect. on the stage, or like run around in Animal Crossing, but still, uh, like showing a little more interest, but still not yeah. not quite there. I think we had like kind of got her to play some Paw Patrol game for a little bit, but it's also nice. like there's just when you're that age, everything is fascinating. So a game, a sure. game is not as wondrous. Bubbles, like exactly. yeah, that could that's yeah. You know, there's like, a bird oh outside, God. and you know, that's just as fascinating. My daughter just started ballet, and that is all she cares about right now. There you go. She's three. And she's just like, I'm going to dance everywhere, dad. Like everything is on her tiptoes. I'm like, all right, whatever. Let's see what she's, I'm like in like two weeks, she's going to be like, I am. A, yeah. You're a an ninja. astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Firefighter. But I like that. I like this oh. phase. I'm like this kid. Yeah. It'll yes. change. Yeah, for sure. Hey. Bezos and I are going to the moon and there's nothing you can do. Um, dad. Watching with grandpa. So speaking of what are you watching, show them what are you watching on TV. Oh today? man. It's been a, it's been a Marvel week. A lot of Marvel. Um, oh, Loki ended. Well done, well done. Uh, they really set the set up the universe. I think that was kind of neat. And Black Widow also came out. In fact, movie theaters. You went are, to the I theaters. Did. That, right? I went to the theaters IRL, got my popcorn, got my extra large Sprite, and sat my butt in a seat for what three hours to watch Black Widow. Did it feel oh weird to be in the theater? It did. Again? It did. Me and the 10 other people in that theater. It was really only 10? It. Was it really Dude, that late? Like... Well, I did go on a Monday night. So oh. in suburbia. So 11 people didn't shock me. But yeah, not that many. If theaters were actually like that all the time, I'd want to go back, personally. If they were yeah. just like, give me a tip. <laughs> it's not so bad. Yeah. It's not so bad. No. Tip 15 people? Sign me up. Yeah. No, I thought Black Widow was pretty good. It seemed like it was a little late to the party, obviously. Like, yeah. this would have been the perfect thing to come out in after 2020? Spider-Man, I think. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, so Endgame was huge, right? Good luck topping Endgame. Not right, going right. to happen. Then you go into Spider-Man, which I thought was good. Um, and then I think this would have set in, in their lineup really well. I think the problem Black Widow is having right now is everyone has been so starved for Marvel content that they're expecting Black Widow to do all this lifting that it just can't do. Like, yeah. right, What's exactly. Next? So I, I really thought that it was pretty well done. I can see why they put it after Endgame because the movie sets up a lot of different characters within its own movie. Like it felt less like this is Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow movie and it felt more like, hey, look at these other characters we're eventually going to work into the universe. It's kind of her swan song as well, right? This is her tipping her hat saying thanks marvel for the time and like this is this is it. the the younger lady that's in it is taking the torch right yeah passing. yeah uh what's her name florence Pugh. yes is that, florence oh. Pugh. that's the actress's the name. actress i don't the character 
Yovana. She's still Black Widow, right? That's what they're going to call Yelena her. Or I can't remember. Yelena. Yeah. Yelena Belova. Yelena, Yelena. There you go. Yeah. 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 Patrick, did you see it? Or Parker, did you see it? I have not seen it. Uh, uh, no, I've had a couple friends who've seen it. I'm good. I'm going to wait until it's just on Disney+. Plus. I can wait. I I'm a master of waiting now. Are you? Bring it on. Are free on Disney Plus or it pay will be eventually? Disney. Right now, it's like you pay thirty bucks, 30 and I'm like, sure, no, yeah. I'll yeah. wait a couple months. See you there. I'm like, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Time is irrelevant to me. Yeah, I, yeah. I am. You know what I'm like? I'm like Kang at the end of Loki. Everyone, hey. and I'm just sitting there blithely eating an apple, waiting for Black Widow to come to me. And where I will watch it, but I ain't paying no thirty bucks. Get out of here, dude! He was amazing in that last episode. Kang, I thought he did scenery. a really well job. Yeah, is that who's gonna be the bad guy? Is that who you were trying to tease to me? And mm-hmm. I was trying to figure. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert! I'll probably put that in. Um, Spoiler alert! I mean, if if you're on the internet, you already. Know, I uh, I gotta I say, like. uh, real quick, I uh, just following you know any sort of uh, you know if you look at trends on Twitter and stuff. I was really fascinated and like delighted to see how many people really hated uh, the whole Loki and Sylvie thing and were like <laughs> disgusted by it and calling it, oh, it's self-sessed. I'm like, first of all, not a thing. It is literally physically impossible for you to be with yourself. Like that's, it's not a thing. Self-sessed? It can't, it physically can't happen in the real world. Why do you have a label for this? Incredibly There's so stupid. many ways that is the most in, this conversation right that now, is the sir. Most inc- I know, I know, but hang on, hang on. I just want to say that if you've ever used that term, you are incredibly stupid. <laughs> You're incredibly stupid. And this I have nothing but contempt for you. I'm hearing about it, but like you wouldn't, like incest, definitely a thing. That is a thing. Self-cest? Yeah. First of all, to to and to equate to equate the idea that if you were physically in love with a another universe version of yourself, that that would somehow be crossing a family line. Like, no, that's right. it's yours. It is literally yourself. Isn't it narcissism at the highest level? So that's where I'm going, which is okay. to say, okay. I think it is hilarious that the person Loki fell in love with is. Himself. himself right that makes they sense. literally called him mobius literally says you're a narcissist right and who do narcissists love themselves, themselves. i thought it was super funny that yeah. said like if people are like oh, i just didn't like it because i thought they had no chemistry fine whatever that's your thing but these people are like i can't believe they did self-sess i'm like shut <laughs> up shut your mouth <laughs> stupid you're dumb it's like i can't believe they did whip glops What's a grip guap? It's this thing I made up that isn't real. Dude. It can't happen in the real world, and I'm equating it to like an actual crime. No. Whip guap ain't real. Fwebble mm-hmm. flabble ain't real. Tippy tip wim wham ain't hey, real. Hey, don't, don't is, you talk about tippy tip wim Neither is, like is, is fwimble bap and stubop <laughs> or, or self-cessed. You know why? You made it up. Self-cessed. You made it up, you dumb dumb. I'm pretty sure I did a lot of self-cessing in middle school. But <laughs> uh, there it is. I was like, "How can I get?" That I know. So I, I it's a, lo- it's a yeah. long-winded setup for yeah. the worst punchline of all time, for sure. I also watched a Nicolas Cage movie this weekend. The pig was one it, was it? Pig? It was Willy's Wonderland. Oh, oh, is that is that the one where he's the truffle guy? 
No, this is the one where he gets trapped in an animatronic. It's the Five Nights and Freddy's. What else? Yeah. Have got? You didn't watch the good one. Everyone's like, he should get an Oscar it's that, for it. Uh, I think no, it was hot garbage, and I loved every minute of it. The the Red Letter Media guys have the term for for this. I think they call it the "What else do we got?" pile. And that definitely is that is definitely the like. Oh, somebody's developing Five Nights at Freddy's. What else do we got? Look in the pile. Whip, 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 whip. Uh, Nicholas Cage beats up some mascots. Whip it out real quick, 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 quick. It was crazy. I'm just watching. Like, how did this get made? How is this really a film? It was hot garbage, and I was a little bit hungover, and it was the perfect movie to watch hungover. Because <laughs> I I'm think that's couch, like, yeah, okay, that makes uh, sense. Sure. Uh-huh. I can yeah. see sense. that. Real quick, another example of self cest which is also not a thing. You could see it in Prometheus. Now, this moment is amazing. Not Prometheus, the sequel, uh, Alien Covenant, yeah. where Michael Fassbender makes out with his other robot self. That scene oh, is yeah. wild, <laughs> so weird. And That's then he like, and then he, and then yeah. he kills him. Where was that in Loki? That's what people want to see. <laughs> they want to see Tom Hiddleston make out with himself and then stab him. <laughs> right, right, right. That's the Loki that I think people wanted to see. Signed up for that? No. Anyway, just just a single note on my behalf to the writers of Loki. <laughs> you were so close. <laughs> I there's a movie that has a lot of self assessing in my eyes, and that's the new Space Jam because my son is watching it three <laughs> times. Oh, you did it. You <laughs> went for Space Jam the new, huh? Yeah, it's okay. Not okay. okay here's my big hang up with it. So there's this opening sequence, and it's young LeBron James, and a kid gives him a Game Boy, right? A traditional Game Boy. He's playing adorable. some Looney Tune games, and they show the game in color. No, that's not the game that's was not your big color. Hang up. That's your well, big like, well, hang on. It like zoomed in and then it got to color. And I think the idea was LeBron was using his imagination and letting it run wild. Because originally the screen is green, and when they zoom out right. again and the coach is like, get your head in the game, it goes back to just being that normal green screen. But I it can't was kind of zooming it, in, the characters kind of coming off the screen. I think the intention was that he was letting the game expand his mind maybe in fun and using his imagination and then he was told to never play video games again i honestly <laughs> thought like uh, weirdly i'm like on paper this works i'm like you guys needed an arc for lebron james and it was like in order to become who he had to become he had to put away fun and focus on fun dementors <laughs> mm-hmm. but now that his son has grown Fundament- like, oh my god i just put that together yeah oh, the fun dementors the only fun that matters is dementals. Um, but yeah, the scene where LeBron James makes out with himself, it's wild. And uh, yeah, guys. I just Watch felt that. it was, I felt it was uncalled for, but provocative. Space and Jam self-sex edition. I think, I think we need self-sessed. Very important. Self-sessed. Very important. My son has watched that movie three times. He, the new Space like, Jam? Listen, yeah, the new Space Jam. That, that's the best review it could possibly get. It's <laughs> like, yeah, a six-year-old loved it. Watched it three times. I keep going, let's watch the first one. Let's watch mm-hmm. the good one. You don't know. Mm-hmm. But the thing that he likes about it is he has no reference to Looney Tunes. So I also feel like a bad father. He kept calling him on Saturday and watch it. Oh, yeah, Bugs the Rabbit. And I'm like, it's the bunny. <laughs> it's the bunny Bugs son. Bugs the Rabbit. First <laughs> yeah. of all, it's the Wabbit. Oh, you're right. Second of all, oh, Bugs man. a bunny. Bugs that's bunny. fascinating. You, yeah, I mean, they have those new cartoons on HBO Max. Yeah, so he's those. been watching those. That, oh, there you that's go. been the game. That's the intent. Animated LeBron James, because back in the day, it was like live action MJ. Well, they've done, right? they do it all. They do a. They, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, they do. Okay. The um, I would have liked more building of the the goon squad. I would have liked to hear more about the goon squad. Um, I don't know, man. It's like, it's it's not. I I have hangups because I am a basketball fan, and I think LeBron mm-hmm. James is a very good athlete, but he is nowhere like Michael Jordan in my mind. And uh, but my son liked the movie. So he watched it three times. It's the best review I can give it. My son watched it three times. Utterly watchable. Utterly, Utterly watchable. watchable. My favorite it's... thing someone's pointed out is they're like, it wasn't okay to have Pepe Le Pew, but it was okay to have Rick and Morty in the, yes. game, in the game of Thrones characters. It, I don't. It, like, Rick and Morty have done a lot of bad things. You know? I sure hope they got a nice fat paycheck. I'm sure Harmon did. I'm like, please. Please get a fat check. He should get some residuals. I just thought the characters they chose in the background were so odd. It yeah. was like Gleeping Glorp from the Herculoids. Yes. Which. Great show. Excuse me? <laughs> Nobody's going to watch. Penelope Pit. Penelope Pit Stop? Why? Uh, yeah, it was, it was a weird crowd. And the extras were like hamming it up to the point where I feel like they were not filming those scenes in context. It, I think they just did like an hour long photo shoot where they just did all sorts of stuff. Yeah. They're like, okay, cheer. All right. Now go. Ooh, and they're like six flags. Yeah. They got all the people in costumes at six flags, Warner brothers studio. And like, round, hey, them guys, up. round them up. We found work for you guys. Pandemic. Beep, beep. <laughs> dude, dude, the guy yeah. is the mask. I kept like, that's the mask. I kept yeah. saying that. There's more movies I said I need to watch with my son based off that background shot, and I think that's what they're going for. Face Jam, it's good in the background. It's that's a my chance. review. Utterly watchable. Utterly watchable needs more. Uh, Utterly watchable. And now, okay, what are you watching, Parker? Oh my god, what have I watched recently? Uh, again, I mostly just try to watch trash. Uh, yeah, Shelby already like. got us there with Nicolas Cage's not good that's movie, what, but yeah. like, but like, um. Like a uh, reality trash. You know what? Uh, this this is not trash. This is amazing. Uh, just came out the new season of I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson, sketch comedy show on Netflix. Okay, really, 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 really funny. Is it okay. some bizarre, bizarre stuff? Check it out. I watched the new season of Too Hot to Handle. Total garbage. Uh, what else? I'm just looking at my like Netflix tab here. I tried to watch the new Resident Evil thing on netflix you watched you uh, want to handle hold on what let's 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 rewind that garbage it's so bad for you why what is it that draws you is it just uh, oh i love watching nonsense? trash because it makes me feel better about myself okay fair fair, fair it's fair. the same reason anybody watches like trash reality it's true like, not that anything on tlc fits into that category. oh my god <laughs> and i love it except dr Bring that's a different like sensation when you watch some no no one should ever watch that i don't understand the appeal i also watched um uh the duelists which was ridley scott's first movie mm. um and we were talking about alien covenant too i did see the new space jam uh i was up against bugs bunny at the emmys uh wow so that was a, a wild uh uh trip to like Who i was voiced? just as eric eric bowza i was gonna say wow. eric bowza he did daffy dunk too right he does so many voices he was he's splinter in the new tmnt he's yeah he's all he's over in the everything mm-hmm. and for good reason like he's got great he got range. range yeah he's the nicest dude he wasn't he like was an animator for a very long time oh i didn't so know that that's cool uh an incredible talent i'm trying to, i'm just looking at my like watch history i don't know that's enough i watched <laughs> a lot of i watched a lot of stuff uh some of it good some of it not. Um, the Duelist was great. Uh, I love any movie where like two people just super hate each other. 
and uh, that's it for two hours. Yeah, it's just, just hate, rage. just pure unbridled hate between two people for for hours. I uh, I love that stuff. That's I just works. Parker, for we've we've kept you so long. We've been having such a good time. But where where so many people... weird hot takes? I know. So many we went wild a lot of places. <laughs> a lot of hey, anybody listening to this who's like good mad good at me, good. don't bother. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste. I just want to say, yeah. Just don't don't waste any of your life being upset by anything I've said. Just tell yourself what an idiot and turn yeah. it off. Like if, no, if at any point I have upset you with any of my stupid bits, uh, just uh, feel free to hate me, but don't let me know. I and maybe stop taking yourself so seriously yeah. if you're upset. Yeah, and yeah. maybe yeah. spend a little time giving yourself some self cess. Don't, and- don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, you know, we're all trying to love ourselves more. Loki right. just did it before any of us. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's a positive spin. Uh, you can, uh, you know, I started a, a YouTube channel with my pal uh, Griff, who does the voice of Badger Clops on Mau Mau, uh, called Goldwyn Dinner Club. Uh, I, maybe it'll come up if you spell it right. Maybe it won't. But that's Goldwyn, G-O-L-D-W-Y-N-N, Dinner Club. Uh, you can go to goldwindinnerclub.com. You can also search for it on YouTube. We play games with little animated avatars that like match our lip sync. It's adorable. Uh, check it out. We have new uploads every day. That's cool. That's what's happening right now. Okay, <laughs> good, good. And congratulations once again. That's really cool, man. Yeah, well deserved. Well thank deserved you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us this week. My pleasure. For sure. And if you want more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels in our attached description. You can check us out on Discord. We're chatting, we're talking, games and everything else. And please leave us a review, five stars, if you'd be so kind. That is your wrap for this week. We are out. Play your games.